Yo, 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 what is up? Welcome to Riffs on Tap, episode number 47. I'm your host, Alejandro, joined as always by... Riley. Riley, how are you doing this week? I'm doing fan-fucking-tastic. Dude, that's awesome. That's always great to hear. Short week and it's almost Friday, so... I'm living the dream. Dude, it's payday tomorrow for you. Payday. Well, payday tomorrow for me too, I guess, as well, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, man, we're just, we're living it up, man. Fucking living the dream. We're doing it. We're killing it. Um, so, uh, I wanted to start this right off on the top of the episode. Uh, we apologize. We forgot to talk about Sophie Tucker last week. That we did. Uh, week prior, we, uh, we had picked out our random artists from the ACL lineup. Um, we listened to a little bit of their music and we wanted to talk a little bit about it. Um, we just forgot, we forgot last week. We, we got into a lot of stories last week and we just got, got into a really good conversation and, uh, just kind of lost it. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about Sophie Tucker a little bit later on the show as well as, um, pick out the artist for the following week as well. Um, if you've been following along with the playlist, been updating that with some new music, uh, added the Zach Bryan stuff, uh, which I got a chance to listen to, which is super dope. I really do like it. Oh yeah, fantastic! Uh, I think it's still. No, I think it's dropped a little bit on the uh, top ten albums list. It's four now, but Harry Styles is still fucking number one. Of course, it's hard to beat that guy. I know we 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 talked about it. Um, I believe last week or the week before. Uh, I I really do enjoy that album. Um, it, it's got some bangers in there for sure. Um, and like I said, um, as we are that that single from the album. Definitely like top two, top three Harry Styles song of all time. Was, yeah. I felt it was that good. Um, but I was trying to think of some of the other music I was listening to. This week I've kind of been all over the place. Um, I'm exploring some new genres. I'm trying to broaden my knowledge on different genres. Um, and the genre I've really gotten into lately has been drum and bass. Um, and so uh, drum and bass is... Uh, are, you, are you familiar with drum and bass at all? I am not. So drum and bass is a, a style of uh, EDM music that focuses uh, on kind of heavy, more heavier bass lines that kind of thump forward, as well as um, drum patterns, drum loops that are played on repeat. And they kind of just like have a, all the drum and bass music really has a move forward. Like it's a, it's a music that gets you moving and type of thing. It honestly feels the way I, you know, I feel about ska punk, like the way that makes me just move and like dance and groove to it. I feel that way about drum and bass, just in a different way. Yeah. Um, but I've uh, been into a lot of that lately. It's, it's more of an EDM genre in like the UK. Um, it's not big in the, in the States. Um, it just doesn't have a super big following, unfortunately. Uh, but that's kind of what I've been getting into uh, this week. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of the... So I found one playlist, I will say, on Spotify... Uh, it's called Indigo. It's a Spotify playlist, but it's so it's like a huge thing for like smaller country artists. So if you get put on that, it really helps your career out a lot. Uh, so I've been listening to a lot of stuff off of that and found some fantastic music on there. No, that's awesome, man. I, I always appreciate how much discovery you do. Like I feel like you do so much. I feel like every week you come in, you bring in a new artist or you've checked out the set of artists and everything. Yeah. Um, that's something I'm trying to get better at. Trying to get better, not just seeing familiar names and listening to new stuff or whatever. When it's always great, just, you know, kind of finding that new hidden gem to listen to. Right. I mean, there's been a few of mine that have taken off 
which is great. But then I'm just on to the next hidden gem. I just want to see, all right, who's coming up next? So it's always fun when you know you kind of follow their careers and see their rise. For me, I've always uh, the reason why I like to find like a hidden gem like that is I'm kind of just looking for the next groove. I want the next song that I want stuck in my head. Like I'm ready for it. And yeah. uh, I don't know about you, but for me, there's always a song going on in my head. Oh, yeah. hundred um, percent. And so like it's like I feel the beat uh, constantly. Um, but uh, that's the one thing that's really like TikTok has really like, gotten to me is that there's such short little sound bites. Those are very infectious. Like, yes. I just I get like a like a three or four sounds from TikTok that I just like repeat constantly either out loud or in my head. Oh man, it just I heard a, a a cover of fucking Love Story by Taylor Swift on TikTok. <laughs> and that shit was stuck in my head for weeks. I could not get it out. Really? Oh yeah. man. Pretty fantastic cover. It was like a kind of pop punk Ooh, okay. cover. Yeah. Dude, I like that. That's that's dope. Um I was watching a video this week actually of uh these drummers. There's this one dude who I don't know if you've heard about him before. Um trying to remember his name. I, I'll have to look him up. He's uh, one of those people who has a gift where he can listen to a song once and he can just play back his instrument yeah. from it. And uh, it was a drums. He was uh, he listened to Enter Sandman for the first time by Metallica, and uh, he, he was loving it. And he just uh, yeah, he played it just straight from one from one listen. He played the whole thing just straight through. It was like almost perfect. I mean, what I wouldn't do for talent like that. Right, where I yeah. could just fucking hear like a guitar solo and just be like, oh yeah, I got this shit. Pick <laughs> it up, don't even need to practice or anything. Dude, that is just like having that. Uh, you know who is actually like that is uh, uh, Eddie Van Halen. That makes sense. He was classically trained, and he not only was he classically trained, but he had just had a gift for it. He he had a wonderful ear and an immense amount of talent. Yeah, where, yeah, you can. He's one of those people who can hear things, you know, hear it once and plays it. Elton John, same way. Yeah, always growing up, he would just. Never, never really studied music. He could just hear it really well. Great ear for it. No, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. The other drummer they had on that channel on a separate video was they had this guy listen to a song. It was a song by Tool, and I never heard Tool before. He never heard the song before, and they took the drums out. So he was listening to the whole song with no drums, and the audience was presented the song with the drums, just the full song, and so you got, you got a reference point. Because his goal was that he was going to play along with the song and he would play drums he felt went yeah. along with the music. And they'd compare them between what was actually recorded and what he came up with. It was so cool to see like another artist take. Like I want that to happen with more instruments and more artists. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, it's always, I mean, you always hear like, you hear another singer's take on a song or something. But rarely do you hear that in like just another you know let's say add a different guitar solo to a Jimi hendrix song or something yeah. right like it that doesn't really happen i think that would be cool no i was thinking so i guess in rap we kind of have it already with the ciphers where double xl uh the magazine when they have their freshman list they bring all the the 10 rappers in they do a bunch of photo shoots and videos and this and blah blah and the main feature is the cipher where they'll have the one beat or as of lately, they've broken the groups up instead of all 10 all on the stage at once. They'll do like, oh, these three will go together, these four will get, go together, and these three will go together. Yeah. They play a beat, all of them rap on it, and they just kind of do their thing. 
that kind of gives it like, okay, what can you do with this? Yeah. Show me what you can do and how different all y'all are, your styles and everything. Well, that really shows true talent, right? Yeah. Like it's not, you don't have time to sit down and think of something for a while. It's just kind of off the cuff. How, how good are you actually? Yeah. Which is crazy because like when you think of music from like way back in like the 20s and 30s, um, and you went anywhere with live music like they're doing, like we're watching Anchorman earlier and they have like the jazz band there. Yeah. Like all those, like, you know, obviously it's a movie, but Ron Burgundy's doing his thing, but the band, the bass player and the piano player just go, okay, he's in this key. I'm just going to play along. As long as they play in that key, it should sound good. I got the rhythm down and the key yeah. down. Um, it's crazy how bands, how just like artists like that were like, they're not the focal point. They're just musicians who love their craft and they how do it be able to just jam out like that. That's such a talent. I wish I could play oh, yeah. an instrument. I can play the trombone. Oh, played that's it, right. Yeah, you I can. played it up until eighth grade, but you know, it's like riding a bike. Never forget. <laughs> yeah, still got the arm positions locked down. <laughs> no, that's super cool. I I've dabbled with instruments, but like I I can tell like I'm not I'm not good at them. I was not didn't have any talent for them. Uh, I'm, uh, which, you know, you can practice an instrument and get really good at it and just practice, practice, practice. But it is kind of fun when you get to find that thing you're naturally talented at. Yeah. Um, one of the things I think I feel like I was, I was pretty naturally gifted at was, uh, was golf, specifically my wedge game. Uh, really, really happy with my wedge game. I feel like the other parts of my game can struggle from here and there, but I know if I have a wedge in my hands, like I'm good. I feel like Phil. Yeah. You're damn good with the wedge, bitch. But, <laughs> but like you see me putt though i have to be good at the wedge because yeah. i do not know how to use a putter yeah it's it's a foreign object in my bag i think i mean most amateur putters aren't or amateur culvers aren't great putters for whatever reason yeah, but it's you know you always want you want to bomb drives yeah like that's the goal is to bomb drive so that's where you put all of your focus putting <laughs> is last you never you take one or two <laughs> practice putts on the putting green you're like yeah i'm good and you get out to the course, and it's a lot different than the putting green. It's like if you're playing an RPG, and you're like, have all the skill points, and you're deciding how to spend them on your character, and you're like, yeah, power, yeah, we'll just spend them all on power. And they're like, do you want to spend any on intelligence? You're like, hey, we'll throw one in there. And they're yeah. like, yeah, he knows how to hold the club. Yeah. Um, <laughs> doesn't know what to do with it. Yeah. Um, oh, man. You know, I've been, I've been kind, of, uh, kind of itching to play an RPG lately. Um, you know, I, we talked about possibly getting Elden Ring. Um, that's a that's a maybe. It's on the table still, but I, I'm kind of itching for uh, for some type of RPG in my life to come along. I haven't. I mean, I guess I'm sort of out of the loop uh, in terms of the gaming world. I don't know really what's been released or what's on the horizon. I do know I've heard great things about Elden Ring. I think the only other thing I've heard is that Call of Duty comes out in November. Oh yeah. Other Which are they still annual for the most? It seems like we have, get a Call of Duty every year. Is that, is that uh, still the thing? This is their last year being annual. Okay. And then they're going to skip a year. And I don't know, maybe when they come back, they might be again. Uh, but for now, they're going to skip a year and release it two years from now. Okay. That sounds good. I know I just saw the news today or today or yesterday about Madden 23 that they're going to feature uh, John Madden on the cover. Yes. RP. Yeah, R.I.P. the Goat, man. Fucking absolute legend. And uh, I love the picture they chose. Great picture. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad to see them honor him. Uh, he deserves it for sure. Um, 
I know, um, I don't even know, it, let's say, you know, John Madden was still here and everything, and we don't we don't want John Madden cover. Um, I don't even know what, what athlete you would have picked to put on the cover. Um, I mean, probably Tom Brady again or some shit. And Joe Burrow would be a good pick. Josh Allen, I don't know, one of those young rising quarterbacks. It's definitely going to be a quarterback. Unless I would, it's Jamar Chase. I was leaning toward Josh Allen. Uh, I think he would he would look good on the cover, and um, he, you know it's it's kind of cool. He's got the red, white, and blue colors for the Bills, so it's very patriotic looking too. So I'm like, you know, I think he'd fit on a cover one day. Yeah, I would say someone like Devontae Adams, but there's never been a Raider on the cover, so except for John <laughs> Madden. But yeah, um, but uh, I don't know if I'll pick up Madden. I haven't picked up a Madden in a very long time, but I know I can just hop on the couch and play with you. So of course. Yeah. Um, especially actually, I have the EA Play, so I probably could get it uh, on a discount or on sale or play for free. Most likely. Um, which I was looking just recently. Uh, I I know you're a PlayStation person, um, but uh, I'm sure you're familiar with the Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. So one monthly price, you get a selection of games. Originally, it was a bad deal. It was just straight not a great investment. Even though they had so many deals, where oh, one dollar for three months or whatever. It wasn't worth it because the games list just wasn't there. Like there was a couple of good games, but for the most part, it was like we're really gonna pay like fifteen bucks a month to play Halo. Yeah, uh, like I need a little something else. That I just recently looked. The games list is crazy. There's so many games on that list. Um, I actually found a game I didn't expect to find on there, and I've been loving playing lately. Is a Taiko no Tetsujin. I know I mispronounced that, but it is a Japanese drum game. Oh, um, yes. You were telling me about that. Yeah. And so normally you like Guitar Hero. You've got the, you know, fake guitar with the buttons on it and you, you play that. This game is a drum game. So it comes with a little drum and the mechanics are super simple. You have only two different types of hits you can do. You hit the drum in the center or you hit it on the side. And that's it. It's a rhythm game with very simple mechanics. But absolutely amazing super super fun game and uh it kind of rekind is rekindling my love of rhythm games like guitar hero yeah which uh we need to definitely look into goodwill or something to go find us a guitar and just hook it up to the pc i mean i was because i was looking for i mean the game you can get for cheap right like that's not the problem you can get that for like 15 bucks now but it's the fact that just one guitar costs like 200 dollars now so i did some research about a year ago about this problem and it's correct. You're trying to buy an Xbox 360 guitar, you're going to spend hundreds of dollars. It, it just, there's not many left. They're, they're not in great condition, too, because they, they broke pretty easily. They were yeah. not well-made guitars. But there is a specific guitar that is legitimate and is readily available for the cheap. It is the Wii guitar. The Wii, uh, I believe, Guitar Hero guitar. Um, that one is super readily available and you can hook it up to your PC uh, by buying this adapter. The adapter is like thirty bucks, but it plays flawlessly. Like it's, yeah. it's it's one of the best guitars you can get that's still available. Um, so I'm really tempted to pick up a couple and uh, put some put like guitar. I can download Guitar Hero or whatever on the PC. And oh man, play some Guitar Hero would be lit. Oh yeah, I I mean I wish they would have kept making those games. And you know, Rock Band was always fun with your buddies. Especially now that we have a house, just go fucking crazy on Rock Band. Why the fuck have we not done that yet? Because we don't have the money to get the instruments. 
All right. After this, we got to look that up. <laughs> How much does it cost to get a rock band set? We'll take Beatles rock band, whichever, Metallica rock band. We'll fucking take any one of them. Oh, yeah. I don't care what rock band it is. All I know is I'm lead vocals. I'm in the front row. <laughs> uh, no, I think, it, yeah, that'd be fun. Fun as shit. Oh, man. Have a so fucking lit. late night play, drinking beer and playing rock band. Oh, dude, that'd be so fucking lit. Okay, yeah. We're going to look into that. If anyone's listening who uh, is a fan of Guitar Hero and, and absolutely geeked out to that, um, thank you. Because, like, I feel like more and more people I talk about it, they don't know what Guitar Hero is. And I guess it's just part of getting older. Like, it, yeah. it's an old fucking game. Um, you know, I always, uh, I think you guys went out a few weeks ago or whatever, and I saw on one of y'all's stories, y'all are playing Guitar Hero at, like, an arcade or whatever. Yeah, it was an arcade bar. Yeah. It was I'm pretty like, fun. And that, that, I bet that was the seed that sparked me looking at Taiko no Taitsujin and all that, because I was like, rhythm games. I miss rhythm games. Yeah. It was fun. And I mean, I was never great at Guitar Hero. I, I mean, when I was younger, I was good enough at it. I suck now. It's been years, but it's just, yeah. you know, fun acting like you're playing the fucking guitar. Dude. More, a little more, just just slightly more fun than air guitar. <laughs> um, what's it called? Uh, so talking, just kind of stick with rhythm games. Sorry, I really did a deep dive on rhythm games this, this week. I got really into it. Do you, uh, did you have a DS when you were growing up? Uh, no. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Uh, Brock also did not have a DS. I, I talked to him about it. Um, so on the DS, it's, you know, it's one of uh, Nintendo's first really big, like, changes to the handheld market because they went from, you know, their standard handheld systems to the dual screens with a DS stands yeah. for. And uh, it was cool because not only did you have two screens, but one of them was a touch screen. So people were clamoring to make games for it because it was like how how can you incorporate this new technique technology that no one no other game company's done yet touchscreen into your games and the game that i remember fondly playing so many hours of was a game called elite beat agents have you ever heard of elite beat agents can't say that i have so it is a game that uh is a very simple concept it's a rhythm game and on the touch screen, there will be bubbles that pop up that are in numerical order and a specific color. So your goal is the there's rings that will enclose these bubbles, and you have to tap them in the correct order along with the rhythm of the song. So you're tapping along to the rhythm. There's certain sections where you have to tap and drag. Um, there's sections where you have to spin. Very simple concept. You're just tapping along a screen along to the rhythm of the song. That game is fucking phenomenal, and I forgot that you can get it on PC. Yeah. There is a free a free version where you people make they're called beat maps of where like how they do the circles and everything. There's free beat maps of like almost any song you can think of just for free, and you can play along. You just need to get the little touchpad thing so you can get like the realistic. You can do the mouse and follow along with the cursor of your mouse and click. It's not the same. It's not the same feel, but. I am really tempted to drop some money to get a trackpad and just so I can fucking play my little elite beat agents on the computer. I'm willing to, to bet that by this time next week, you will have one and you will be playing that game. If I know anything <laughs> about you. <laughs> See, that is normally how I am. I'm trying to get better at like, uh, I heard, I saw a TikTok that was like, if you feel the urge to buy something that may be kind of a, an expensive purchase, they said you should wait one day 
and see how you feel about the following day. And if you feel the same, wait one more day and see how you feel and see if you still really feel passionate about it, then you probably should get it. You've It's something that's stuck with you. Most of these things, I give it a day and I completely forget about them. Yeah. So I have to like stop myself from spending like a thousand dollars on some thing I probably will never use. I need um, to start doing that with my bar tabs. Just going up to the bar. Can I close out? Actually, you know what? <laughs> I'll be back tomorrow. And I, I think I'll I think I'll buy it. I think I'll I'll pay for it tomorrow. <laughs> Actually, um, you know what? I don't want it. I don't want it anymore. Uh, <laughs> you can take the glasses back. I pissed the beer already away. So. <laughs> Um. Oh man, you, you probably could do that uh, at Claude, and Eddie would probably be ah, you're good. Don't worry about it. Yeah, probably. He's good for the money. He'll yeah. come in tomorrow. Um, and never show my face there again. Oh man, which I don't. Did we tell that story about the the one bar which we probably won't ever show our face at again? Uh, no, we didn't. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was that for me. That was a weird experience because I was there for. All of maybe five minutes is what it felt like before yeah. we left. Um, so I, I guess I'll give you my perspective on the story. I was leaving uh, my grandparents' house, and it was the middle of the Tech Notre Dame basketball game, which me and and Riley were super excited about. Which, not to sidetrack the story, Tech does play Notre Dame in baseball oh, in shit. just a few days. So that's going to be super exciting to watch. I, in Lubbock? No, we're actually in the... Gainesville or oh. or we're, I think we're in Georgia somewhere we were not the reg- holder of the regional um so we're, we're, we're somewhere else um but um so I, I I left at halftime and you guys were at this new bar you're like hey we went to go try this new bar he said come along and I said sure I'll stop by um I wasn't really drinking so I got there and I just ordered a Diet Coke and the bartender was very mad about that he was like just a Diet Coke. And I was like, yeah. oh, I'm not drinking. And he was like, but why though? And I was like, I didn't I didn't know what to say. So I just went with the, with the 10 answer on that. I went, I'm a raging alcoholic. Yeah. I'm, I'm cutting. I'm cutting back. You know, I'm, yeah. I, all I think about is, is drinking. And so and he was like, oh, dude, man. And he was like, he felt bad all of a sudden. He was like, oh, man, that's terrible, man. Like, I'm really sorry about that. And I was like, oh, it's all good, man. We're working through it. <laughs> um, and so that's and we were there for maybe all of like ten minutes before all year we're like yeah we're gonna close out and I was like oh well yeah and so we left and it, it was uh, it was kind of awkward yeah I owe the bartender twenty bucks <laughs> for uh, not for a skipped bar tab or anything just a lost bet but I don't want to go back there the place sucked <laughs> there was, was just, no one there it he, was so sad it was and he was just fucking yelling at me the whole time because i was a notre dame fan he was a tech fan and i was like look i get it we suck <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that bar was so sad like i feel like if we were going to do a bar review if the bar is bad i feel like you almost like i don't want to throw any bar into the under the bus which i won't say the name of the bar but like we i don't want to throw any anybody really under the bus like that yeah no. unless it's epically bad where it's like the waiter spilt food on us and then the order was wrong and it, it's a crazy yeah. experience but like no don't go to this place it was not good no it was not good yeah uh yeah if you know us you can ask what bar it was we'll tell you not to go there but other than that try everything in san antonio it's always a good time 100 percent. which is uh so i tried a new taco place um i was house sitting for a buddy of mine and um 
I was coming home from work and I uh, don't normally get the opportunity to have breakfast just because of the hours I work. And so uh, it was still breakfast hours. And I was like, oh, dude, I'm going to get some breakfast tacos. I want to try something in this part of town that I don't normally come to. And so I just picked some random place. And so uh, I got four tacos from them. I got a bean and cheese, a potato and egg, a chorizo and egg. And I can't remember what the last one I got. Um, but I think it was a maybe Amiga's uh, taco. Um yeah, it was Amiga's Taco. And uh, I filmed a little video. I, I reviewed the place and talked about it and, you know, what I liked about it and what I was looking for and stuff. And so uh, if you keep an eye on our social media, on our Instagram uh, and or our Twitter, uh, you may be seeing that uh, coming up soon. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're, um, we've talked about trying to do a little bit more food reviews, bar reviews. And so uh, hopefully that's something we can, we can start bringing to y'all because uh, I'm always down to try new places. I don't know about you. Man, oh, yeah. but, always. Especially... Uh, uh, I've been wanting to try to find a new, like, good barbecue place, a good brisket spot or something. Mm-hmm. That would be good. Yeah, we definitely, bar reviews are something we could do, and I think the people would enjoy that. Yeah, I like to know what, uh, I think for me, for a bar is, I would like to know what it's like at the bar. What is the vibe? Who do they cater to? Yeah. Because I don't want to just show up to the bar and be like, whoa, I'm not dressed right. This isn't my crowd what's up with these prices yeah um and so like i think having um a way to just be like oh yeah like these are the bars this is you know what the crowd you're gonna expect you know these nights are good these nights are bad yeah um i think it'd be super a super cool resource to provide to people oh yeah i think we have one bar that we could start with that we know very well oh 100 well, percent. Uh, yeah um yeah it's, it's just always nice because like you can look up pictures of the bar and whatnot reviews but and I, I don't usually find those helpful, like for this bar that we went to that sucked. Uh, I was like, <laughs> this is not what I had envisioned in my head at all. So. <laughs> Dude, I don't know if you saw their website, but um, <laughs> sorry, we're going to keep talking more about this bar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they on their website, they listed that they had a free like all you can eat whatever deal on Sundays. And well, it's not even a deal because it's free. And apparently, like, I, like, digged a little bit more, and apparently it's just some dude who cooks food, and he's just like, he's like, yeah, come over at noon on Sundays and, like, just get a plate. And I will say, beer. for as many bad things as I could say about that bar, they do have some very fantastic deals and specials uh, on, on, really, every night there's a great special, but other than that, I would not recommend no, I I think uh, I used to always be the person who I would go to a shitty bar even if the deal uh, if the deals were really really good. Um, I don't know. Do you? Uh, I don't know if you remember this or not because I don't think we brought it up on the podcast ever. Uh, I think it was like shortly after either the first episode or some of the episodes before we officially launched, where I took you to that bar back where I used to live. I took you little shitty dive bar. Oh kind yeah, of yeah. The medical dish. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. And we had that guy who almost started a fight. Yeah. The he police like, game and shit. Yeah, that, the <laughs> fucking police got called on him. That was lit. I love that bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were there. For, like, that guy was, like, pestering people for the whole time we were there. Yeah. There was only, like, maybe 10 people total in yeah. the whole bar. I mean, yeah. Very it, was, empty. it was, like, three, four, five in the afternoon, something. You know, it wasn't prime hours. So. No. And so, and this guy was fucking drunk as shit. And he just kept pestering people. And uh, it got so bad that, uh, yeah, they fucking had to call the cops on him. Yeah. Oh, um, that was great. So great. Dude. Yeah. 
the food is really good. I like the food there. Uh, it was it was really good. Yeah, we, we if we ever in that, if we're ever back on that part of town, that's a bar that I think is another one that would do good for a review. Yeah, uh, I would be happy to to talk about that bar and and stuff. Very good deals. Only one pool table though. That is a bit of a downfall, but yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't see uh, you've been there more than I have. I don't know how busy it gets on like a Friday Saturday night. It can get kind of busy where the inside, it's a little wait to get a drink because the bar's kind of small itself. Yeah. Um, it can be a little slow to get a drink. Um, and uh, But the back patio, which I don't think we went out there to, um, is really nice. And they keep they keep um, making it better and better. They keep doing renov- little renovations here and there and there. Yeah. And um, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, and uh, I think it's a really cool place. They do do live music sometimes too, which is really nice. I've seen some cool like... Uh, w- not well known, but like cover bands from San Antonio that I'm like, oh yeah, I've heard of you. Like your name has, uh, I've heard, I heard uh, people talk about you guys before. Um, they have cool like video game nights sometimes there as well. I'm t- I, I think that's definitely on the list of bars we need to go back and visit a couple times and do a review For sure. on. Yeah. Um, just because they're active. Yeah. Little Woodrow's. Oh yeah, man, could, everyone, no one knows about that whole. Everyone wall. loves Little Woodrow's, baby. Just come on down. Um, man, uh, it, I think I've been to Little Woodrow's like four times in my life, four or five times. And, um, I think that's a place that would have been my crowd, like when I was still in college, but I think I've, I'm aging out of it. No, now it's just, I like going to dive bars. Yeah. They're fun. I, you meet more interesting people there than your, you know, Chad's and Rebecca's or whatever that you're going to see at, you know, RuPub. <laughs> Rebecca, eh? Yeah. That's the stereotypical blonde white girl name. I think that's a very white name. Rebecca? Rebecca, okay. Rebecca Black? In my head, I mean, Rebecca, the pinnacle of white is Rebecca Black. In my head, Rebecca is has brunette hair. It's very I'm, curly. I'm and she Brittany. has glasses. Brittany, then Chad and Brittany. There you go. That, that's, that's I'm, I picture it. I see yeah. them in my mind. Um, but yeah, no, the dive bar. Cause like those are locals. No, no tourist is going to a fucking dive bar. No. Unless you're trying to be that cool tourist. Who's like, I want to see the real side of San Antonio. Yeah. But usually you could spot those ones out cause they're wearing a flannel, a fedora, <laughs> whatever the fuck hipsters they're wearing are wearing that nowadays. t-shirt that just says I heart SA. Yeah. And I'm like, what? No, they're wearing some edgy shirt, you know, fucking, uh, Johnny Cash holding up the middle finger, that iconic you know, shirt that every fucking basic white girl has that lives in Austin. They just so. got back from Austin, so their shirt, they got the fucking tie-dye Keep Austin weird shirt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, okay, but seriously, though, you mentioned earlier, and I didn't get a chance to get into a barbecue. Please, um, we need to go get barbecue. Like, yes. find some time. Like, I don't know. I, I This weekend is a possibility, maybe. I, I don't know what you're doing this weekend, but, like, barbecue. I'd love to talk about a barbecue place. Yeah, I think we can figure something out. Yeah, brisket. Ooh, man, some good brisket. I haven't had good brisket in a while. I, I think the last time I did was at Black's in New Braunfels. Uh, that was probably the last time. That was fucking months ago. Yeah. But San Antonio doesn't really have a lot of great, or not that I've found, they don't have a lot of great brisket spots. So I think no. we could find one. No, I agree with you. It's uh, I, I've heard of a couple of names that pop up in Texas Monthly's Top 50 barbecue spots every year. There's a couple that pop up in the list. They're on the south side, and they're one of the places you got to get there early. They run yeah. out. So I'm like, damn, like it's a long drive, and get up early on a Saturday or a Sunday. 
Um, for me, I, I get up early every single day. So like Saturday, when I have a day off, I really do value that time to sleep in. Um, but, um, no, man. Yeah. Go to Austin. I love how there's so many places that you can just drive up to food truck style, grab your food and go no crazy lines. And it's just as good, uh, or sometimes even better than some of the top places you always hear about, like your Franklin's and your snow barbecue and your Terry blacks and stuff. I mean, shit, my best burger from Austin is this little fucking dive bar <laughs> on 6th Street. I think that's the best burger I've ever had. It, and it's funny. It's, I love that burger to death. But uh, I started listening to, uh, I think I mentioned it last week, this podcast to the older dudes from Rooster Teeth talking about all the crazy stories from Austin they have. They said that they when they started going to casino it was back in the time in Austin where you literally could park on 6th Street. You could just drive up, park in front of the bar on 6th Street, and walk in, have a burger, have a couple beers, and bounce out of there. And it was just no... 6th Street wasn't the 6th Street that it is today. Yeah. And I think, wow, that's so fucking crazy. It was also crazy the fact that they were going there like three to four times a week. And I was like, damn. And they were wor- they were working like shitty job making like 8 $9 an hour. And they were able to afford to fucking go downtown in Austin and go eat like fucking three or four times. And then afford to live in Austin. Yeah. Austin today, like, you oh, got to be a millionaire to own a house out there, man. Yeah, you cannot make what we do and live anywhere nice in Austin. You can find some shitty shit to live in Dude, in they're, Austin. But they're, even the shitty shit is fucking... I don't know, $3,000 a month. Dude, yeah, you can find... People have, like... you So, where we live, we actually have two sheds. And so, uh, we were we were putting some stuff in the shed the other day when I finally got a chance to really see what it's like in there. People literally sell little um, houses that, you know, they have the, the outhouse or the... Not an outhouse, but, like, the little apartments in the backyard. Yeah. They'll sell those that are, like, literally, like, 100 square feet. And fucking sell that shit for like twelve hundred, fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars a month. Yeah, and, and people are just like, oh, I'm so thankful for my one hundred square feet. Yeah. Oh man, no, yeah, I couldn't do it. Well, I could never live in a big city like that. I mean, San Antonio is a big city, but it's, it's more spread out, and you could easier to find affordable living. It is a big collection of little cities. Yes. Uh, people tend to stick in their areas for the most part. Um, it is fun to go visit our areas like where we live now. I love all the stuff around it. It's so diverse. It's so different than oh, where yeah. I was living on the other side of town where it was like, oh, this is cool. It's nice and everything. But like, oh, it's so much more diverse over here. Yeah. I, I like it over here. I agree. I grew up with mainly white people in my neighborhood. This is, <laughs> it was a culture shock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you live in a pretty, pretty good neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um. No, what's it called? Yeah, there's there's so many things about San Antonio. I know you're you've been here pretty much your whole life, um, oh, yeah. and uh, I'm still I still feel relatively new to the city, even though I've been here for, who like five years now. Yeah, oh, four I, or five years. Every day I feel like I'm I've gone somewhere new where I'm like I never knew this fucking existed here, but that's kind of the the perk of my job is getting to. Go to different parts of the city, seeing where not to go mainly. <laughs> <laughs> um, just today, actually, I, um, I'm i very much someone who's in a routine. I like my routines. I have my routes I take when I'm going to work, going to certain stores, whatever. I have, I'm very meticulous about how I drive. Today, I did something I don't normally do. 
is I just broke my route. I, I went, I was going to a location I've never really ever gone to only like once before. And I didn't plan my route. At all. I just started driving and I started driving and I took a route I'd never taken before and got to explore some more areas around the neighborhood. Yeah. I was like, Whoa, I didn't even know we had this or this is cool. And, and, uh, it was interesting. It was, it was, uh, spontaneous. As, uh, some people would call it, or as other people would call it, just another yeah, day. Normal. You, you, yeah, normal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, but fuck normal. Yeah, fuck normal these, sucks, fuck man. Fuck these normies. Fucking these neurotypicals over here. Yeah. Oh, man, I saw a video on TikTok the other day that was, uh, it was someone reading a children's book, and it was um, about this kid who's autistic talking about his uh, neurotypical friend. And, like, I was like, yeah, like, when I invite David over to my house, even though I tell him it for him to come over at four, sometimes he shows up at three fifty eight and sometimes he shows up at four oh two. Yeah. Like, how come he doesn't show up on this time? But I understand that David is normal. He's neurotypical. And it's okay for him not to be punctual sometimes. Yeah. And it, it's a whole bunch of little things like that of like, what is it like? And I'm like, Oh I, I would have loved a book like that as a kid to be like, Oh yeah, because I'm very regimented. Like I like this is when we start. This is what we're going to meet at. Whatever deviations really throw me off. I'm like, well, he said we were going to start at seven thirty, and yeah. I'm here at seven thirty, and we're not starting at seven thirty. I'm I'm like that. It's a, a book like that would have been cool as a child. Oh yeah, I probably wouldn't have read it because I don't read. But I would have <laughs> se- I would have seen the cover and gotten the gist of it and be like, oh yeah, that's what this is. Dude, I do that a lot with movies. I will like when I'm scrolling through Netflix or whatever. I'll be like, I have the gist of the movie. I know it's a good movie, and I've never seen it before. But I got the gist of it. I probably can get yeah. away with never seeing it. Yeah. No. I mean, you. I'll, I've seen so many movies on there where I'm like, uh, you know, I can tell how this is gonna end. I know, kind of know the route it's gonna take. It's not anything new. Uh, I mean, yeah. I don't. I, Recently, it's been shit for movies. Not, there have not been a lot of great movies released, and it kind of pisses me off. There actually has been a pretty good movie that was just released. Uh, you know, we talked about it earlier. I don't know why you haven't uh, sat down and watched it yet. It's a little movie called Obi Wan Kenobi. Doctor Strange. <laughs> Doctor, did you see? Actually, Doctor Strange is coming to Disney Plus already, June twenty second. Is it really? Yeah. So I can't. I'm not going to pay to rewatch it now. I'm going to wait. Yeah, no, it's, such free. A, it's such a great movie. I really like it. So fucking it. good. Yeah. I've never seen Marvel get... Uh, sorry if it, this is spoilers or anything. Cover your ears. Oh, uh, you're, we're way past spoilers yeah. at this point. I've never seen Marvel get like so violent. It's great. It's amazing. <laughs> so, so, spoilers in case you haven't seen it, but we're way past at this point. If you wanted to see it, you would have seen it already. Yeah, man, that one scene where Wanda goes on her tear and the fucking Illuminati are just like, oh, it's okay. It's just Wanda. You know, we're the Illuminati. We've taken out Thanos before. Yeah. We'll get to, oh, fuck, he's dead already. Yeah. <laughs> Blew up a dude's head. Dude. She ripped oh, someone to shreds with oh her God. mind. Get fucking Captain Carter is over here like, oh, man, let me just fucking throw my disc. It's like, no, she's going to throw the disc through you, bitch. Yeah. Oh my god, that was such a, a gory violent scene. It was so good. It was so good though. Yeah, no, I mean fuck. That's a, if that's the direction they're taking, I think it's a very good one. No, I, I think, think I think you could see Marvel kind of growing up, so to speak. This is definitely the movie where they were trying to push that PG thirteen rating the 
bounds because you got to look at it from a rating standpoint is they they pretty much hit everything uh even the sexual themes yeah um that bot get checked from fucking all the stuff going on with um with what's her face um you've got violence you've got gore we have at the end we had fucking zombie doctor strange out there yeah and he wasn't like very cartoony he was fucking motherfucker missing a jaw out here yeah um it's like did you rock the mummy as a kid yes that movie scared the shit out of me man like the mummy was terrifying um fucking he freaked me out i got a lot of mummy vibes from the zombie doctor strange um, but and uh, the demons too. We got demons out here as well. They were pushing the bounds. Yeah, motherfucking exploded his head off. Yeah. And um, you know why I think they're doing this is because they are preparing to actually bring Deadpool into the MCU. They have to be because I think that is something that especially our age range would just kill for to see a Deadpool Spider-Man rated R movie. I think would be fantastic. But they can't do that unless they gradually lead up to it. No, I totally agree with you. We, we've we we've seen what it's like to have a rated R Deadpool movie. Um, it's awesome. It's super cool. Now, we just need them in the MCU. Yeah. Like how we need mutants. And I'm so happy that this movie has now opened the door for the possibility. I know fans have just assumed that well, it's going to happen eventually, right? Yeah. And which is not a guarantee exactly that it is going to happen. Um, it's like when we got the third Spider-Man, it was like, we have three Spider-Mans now? Like, no one has a definitive conclusion to their story. What if they brought all three Spider-Mans here? And it, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, they're pushing the fucking bounds uh, with the whole, oh man, it's just like. It's an yeah. exciting direction for them to take. We have Fantastic Four soon. Yeah. Fantastic Four. Man, I I totally wrote off what if was like, oh, what if is it it's just a cartoon. It it doesn't matter. Just you know, it's just trying to make sure Marvel stays in um, you know, people talking about it until the next big thing comes. And uh everything in what if was uh extremely important for um for Doctor Strange. WandaVision, a must watch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I only watched, like, the first half of the first season. Uh, oh, really? And then just for whatever reason stopped. But what I did watch was great. Yeah. Uh, especially because Eliz- Elizabeth Olsen is bae. But. Oh, 100%. Okay, so you've got to actually finish it because there's still stuff that goes on in the end of the show that is not talked about in Doctor Strange but is relevant down the road. So I, I think you may want to finish that, actually. I probably should, yeah. Because it, it, the first few episodes are not story heavy like they are just world building episodes and they're good world building episodes it's it's exciting to be like oh every episode the new decade haha ha. yeah We're moving our way through but like there's some like real serious like next phase type of implications throughout the the series but i don't think you reached any of it um some crazy some crazy stuff I, I definitely think you need to to take a look at for sure um but um trying to think what else is going uh what else is is but yeah obi-wan kenobi that's a movie. They're like an hour long. They're like, uh, Stranger Things was also like an hour long per episode, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, in the, the last episode of Stranger Things, it's like an hour 45. And so. you, you said you did finish it though, right? Yeah. I mean, it's mind-blowing. I've fucking, right when I finished it, I was like, I'd, we're season five. I want it fucking now. Or I want, I'm going to rewatch this probably. 
But yeah, it was, oh my God. No, I, uh, I've never gotten into Stranger Things. I don't, I don't know if it's too late to join the bandwagon. It is not. Um, I, I really don't even understand the premise of the, of the show. I don't understand like what happens in the show. Um, so, um, maybe I've got, I've got a couple of those shows. Um, I'm in the middle of still, um, obviously Kenobi new episode came out, uh, yesterday. So you're three episodes in. And, um, like I said, I don't want to spoil anything about Kenobi. There's stuff that happened. I didn't think would ever happen. They gave us stuff that I never asked for and never knew I wanted and was so happy to be like, holy shit, that fucking, that's awesome. That's so cool. And, um, it's a it's a really fun show if you're if you're a Star Wars fan, and uh, especially if you're a fan of Obi Wan Kenobi because like who isn't exactly he's he's from uh, it's funny because on Disney Plus I was uh, scrolling through as before Obi Wan Kenobi came out and I was like I want to watch something Star Wars I don't know what I want to watch and they have uh, a little section of like oh these are the the Obi Wan Kenobi like timeline stuff. So it showed you like, oh, episode one is when you get introduced to him. Episode two, you know, he grows up, whatever. Then there's Clone Wars and uh, it has all the shows in order. Uh, and then I was like, um, it stopped at, five, at four because I forgot. Uh, I was like, how come he didn't go to five and six? I was like, he died. Yeah. Um, he's in Spoiler. five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he's in five and six. Uh, I, I know he's in six for sure, but I don't know. I actually don't know if he's in five. If he ever talks to Luke at all. Um, but yeah, he's, uh, yeah, I forget he, his story does end eventually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, such a, such a fantastic, oh man, love the direction they're taking. I mean, yeah, uh, I think they, they were heading in the wrong direction for a little while there. Uh, but the Mandalorian definitely put them back on track hundred percent. I agree with you. I, I feel like things were definitely botched with uh seven, eight, nine, uh, yeah. Because I think Seven, um, although it wasn't a great movie, I, I I like the world building to reintroduce you to what is gone, what has happened since Episode Six. A lot's happened. A lot of time has passed. Yeah. Um, and this whole fumbling of directors and writers, and I'm like, all right, guys, well, I I get you know we may change directors or change writers or whatever, but like we have you know there should be a roadmap that we're following, and it just never felt like there was a roadmap. It just felt like there was you know, key moments that are just sparsely connecting all these different key events together. And eventually it's like the good guys win type of thing. It's like, yeah, the good guys win. I was like, but who are we fighting and why? Yeah. Um, and a lot of questions. Yeah. And that's where you bring in John Favreau, the goat and have him write this excellent series. What, what can't that guy do? I mean, he does everything. Yeah. He started the MCU essentially. Yep. With, with Iron Man, uh, then starred in it. Uh, fuck what? Uh, old school. He was fucking amazing in old oh, school. Hilarious. Uh, trying to think what else. Uh, he's done a bunch of stuff with Vince Vaughn. Chef. Swingers. Yeah, Swingers. Uh, Chef was fantastic. Jeff, the fact yeah. he took on a leading role. Yeah. Um, in a in a movie that I I wouldn't have pictured him in. I was like, you're gonna do a movie about making Cuban sandwiches. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'm gonna do a movie about me making Cuban sandwiches. And I was like fucking awesome you know he is such a talented person great writer great actor great director yeah i don't think there's anything that he can't do and it's weird though because i never really realized how truly great he was until 
Yeah, I think like in high school, all I had seen in, him in was like old school. That's kind of how I knew him. I think a couple other things with Vince Vaughn. It was just like, oh yeah, this is this comedic actor, whatever. Then you start looking at his credits, you're like, oh, he's written this, 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 directed this, this, this. You're like, what the fuck is this guy? He's a myth. He's not a real person. Dude, it's crazy when you like find a comedian you really like, and you're like, dude, who is this guy? Like, he's just popped up out of nowhere. And then yeah, you go look at their credits, and I was like. Oh, dude, you wrote for SNL? Oh, you wrote for the Colbert shirt, a show? Yeah. Like, oh, you wrote for so-and-so? I'm like, you did? I was like, wow, that's awesome. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's super dope when you find that person. Okay. Um, they're the comedian I've been super high on lately, and I don't know if it's, like, just because he looks crazy. Like, he's got the look where you go, what, what, what's wrong with you? Like, you're funny, but what's wrong with you? Uh, I think it was Aaron Chen. Uh, he's this uh, Chinese guy from, uh, he, he is Chinese. Um, um, I didn't want to stereotype because <laughs> oh, he's Asian, but I was like, yeah. oh, well, I know specifically. He actually mentioned he is Chinese. Yeah. Um, he's from Australia. Uh, um, his parents are from China, and he's like, I think he's first born, uh, in Australia, and uh, he's just fucking hilarious. But he got this fucking mullet, and he got like I don't know his whole hairdo's all fucked up. He got these weird glasses, and his delivery is just like, I don't know, it's just perfect. Um, I think it's right up our alley for our style of like Gen Z comedy. Yeah. Um, he, he fits the bill real well cause he's young. Um, and, um, but yeah, I mean, I've been like just trying to find anything I can from him, but he doesn't have much cause he's, he's got, he's done a lot of like festivals and stuff where he gets like five minute spots or whatever. So we call him, we just watch all these five minute videos or whatever, but he doesn't have like a full special. He's got a show on adult swim. He did a, a like a, a special video for adult swim. That was pretty lit. I would definitely check that out. But Aaron Chen, super, super funny dude. Definitely check him out. Always, I mean, I guess similarly to music, it's always great when you find that new comedian you can watch. Right? I think uh, when we went to the Trevor Wallace show, uh, Asan Minaj, yeah. he was opening, and that guy's fucking hilarious. I've oh. been following him ever since. Hilarious. Everything no. that he does is fucking hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, you know, it's kind of like this ecstasy. And you're like, oh my God. <laughs> this is something I never knew I needed. <laughs> oh, dude. It, yeah, it's it's crazy because um, I, I don't know if you do this or not, but like I get hyper fixated on stuff and like I make it part of my personality. Like I, I could like when I found the band. Um, oh, fuck. I kept calling them the ABBA of the 90s. Fuck. What was the name of that band that I was listening to? Um, I was super fucking into them for like two weeks straight. And I made it my whole fucking personality. I was listening to all their music. Uh, I don't know if you do that as well. Well, when I found Flatland Cavalry, I started wearing boots, so <laughs> boots and jeans every day. I used to always be like Vans and basketball shorts. Yeah. Uh, so I guess sort of, yeah, but I'm playing the long con. I'm still doing it. Um, no, I always, yeah, I, always, I have to ask myself that, like, if when I pick up something new, I'm like, is this a temporary hobby or is this going to be a for real hobby? Yeah. Um, but uh, more and more, I've learned that my hobby is uh, finding new hobbies. Um, it's a great hobby. It is. You never run out of hobbies. But I found, so I was, I was talking to my mom the other day, and I'm not a person who collects things. There are people who collect things, and for whatever reason, they there's value in them. They just like collecting them. You know, they're cool or whatever. People like to collect things. I don't collect anything. Like, there's nothing that I'm like, oh, I, I, I have these things because they're important to me or special to me. Until I realize they do collect something. People. Um, <laughs> No, I collect, I collect hearts. I just steal the hearts of pretty women um, and I collect them. Um, 
No, uh, my my collecting is I like to collect knowledge. I like to collect random facts. Yeah. And I'm, that's why, like, I always am happy to watch, like, a documentary or whatever or learn something cool. If I can pull away one cool fact from a video or a documentary, I'm fucking high on life, baby. I can't wait to tell people about that fact. And that's why you're great as uh, our trivia partner. You're fucking amazing with that shit. Dude, uh, who... How else would I have known about Amelia Earhart crashing her plane in the 1920s? I mean, no and one would have fucking known that, right? That's so random. The, like The Space Shuttle Challenger? What the fuck is that? But you knew it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like, there was... Is, podcasts have definitely given me some weird random facts. Yeah. Um, it sucks because it's not like I can ever recall them. I have to like have that spur of inspiration. And then I'm like, ooh, actually, did you know this about this? And yeah. I'm like, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my collection. I like to collect knowledge. I like to collect facts. I think the only thing I collect is koozies. Every Yo, co- that, that's a cool one, though. Yeah. Well, every concert I go to, I'll buy one or two koozies because it's the cheapest thing there. Like five bucks for a koozie, koozie usually. I think it, uh, for Willie Nelson, it was like 15, but still cheap, right? So yeah. I'll buy a koozie or two and then always have those to remember. And that's I saw a- Cody Johnson, whoever the fuck. That's a really good one. I like that. That's a good thing to collect. Yeah. Um, I like that. It's, it's functional, too. Now, I, uh, I've i been trying to get better of getting a T-shirt from ACL every year um, so that I can just have, like, the collection of them be like these. Because I haven't missed a year. So I wish I would have had shirts all the way from back from 2012 all yeah. the way down now. And just, like, look at, look at all the lineups and just be like, whoa, like, can you believe so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so were on this lineup? Which I know I've talked about before, and it'd probably be one of the last things. Oh, we do have to talk about Sophie Tucker before we go. Yes. But, um, yeah, I, I, I hate it when people will see a lineup and go, man, this lineup trash, whatever. Like, last year was so better. Or I remember back in the day when this was the lineup. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, but, like, in 2013 when that lineup came out, you were also talking trash about it because those people all became your favorite artists after you saw them and yeah. realized how much you liked them. No, it's, I mean, you shouldn't just be going somewhere because of the headliners. Yeah. The whole experience, it's a three-day festival. You're going to see some great music, uh, hang out with some great people, drink some beer, whatever, smoke some weed, whatever mm-hmm. you're into. Just a great time. It's not all about the headliners. The headliners are great, don't get me wrong. But seeing some of those smaller artists play for 30 minutes, cool as shit. And that's exactly why I I wanted to start this new, like, discovery of artists by doing this ACL random, you know, thing. Cause it like gave us a chance to find artists that we probably wouldn't have listened to, yeah. um, without this. And so, um, I guess it's the greatest segue as anything to talk about Sophie Tucker. Uh, so they're, uh, they're a duo, like an EDM pop duo. Um, and, um, their, their music, I best, I would probably category is like a dance pop. Yeah. A little dancey, something you probably could hear on the radio. Maybe fun, a beat. Mm hmm. Yeah, so uh, if you play it at the bar, I think it you know get a a good reaction, so to yeah. speak. Um, overall, I, I was really impressed. I listened to uh, their newest album, um, and then I also listened to on Apple Music. They have a fitness workout mix, and uh, not as I wasn't a super big fan of their DJing, but uh, overall, I thought their music was pretty fun, um, and it was just it was just happy music, good music. Yeah. Um, and, um, but yeah, I, I really liked it. I really enjoyed them. Um, but talking about discovering new artists, uh, I actually do have one to talk about as I pull this up. I need to get the number generator up as well as the graphic. 
Um, but I did find a new find a new artist who's going to be at ACL, and I'd heard on Twitter people talk about his name is Purple Dis- Purple Disco Machine, and people had talked about wow his set at EDC was really good, and um, you know he's he's a he's a name I'd never heard before, and I was like okay let me look into him. Same thing as Sophie Tucker. It's dance pop, little housey, little poppy, like good vocals, like stuff you want to sing along to here on yeah. the radio. And I was like, you know what? This is just good vibes, man. Like, um, I'm really happy with this artist. Um, it was dope. It was really cool. I'm, I'm excited to see him at ACL now. Okay, so I've got the random number generator up. Do you happen to have the photo of the lineup? You can count them out for me. I will pull it up. All right, then. I will go ahead and hit the generate button. It's 1 through 50. Um, and I guess we'll just fucking see what we get. 1, 2, 3. Number 10. So starting up at Phoenix, because uh, we, we're skipping the headliners. We already know who, what they sound like. Um, it's going to be a good Oof, one. This is a, a one that I don't think I can pronounce. It's the first one on the third row. First uh, Toby. Uh, Toby Nuewi. Nue, Nue, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm butchering that. Nuiwe? 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 Let's spell, can you spell it? N W I G W E. Yes, there you go. That man. Uh, I'm gonna look up a picture of him. Toby Nuigwe. Let's see here. I think I'm saying that right. Ooh, he's a rapper. I like rappers. Big fan of rapper. Wow, that guy looks so cool. Does Toby have two wives? You know, that's the first question. <laughs> How did Toby get famous? What is Toby's religion? Who is Toby signed to? So uh, he's a rapper. So uh, this week we will uh, take a listen to some of his music and uh, we'll see what's up with him. You know, he's high up on the lineup, so he must be pretty good. Looks like a fun person. He looks dope. You like him. He looks cool. So, uh, yeah, so Toby, I, let's go to the Wikipedia page. It probably has a pronunciation on there, actually, so we can actually pronounce it correctly once. Uh, Wikipedia here. Uh no, tell that presentation. Uh, he is from a leaf neighborhood of Houston, Texas. Yo, shout Texas, baby. Texas. Yo, let's get some Taking Texas over. rappers. Um, he played high school football and college football at the University of North Texas. Oh, man. oh shit! There you go, baby. So he a baller out here. Um, but uh, yeah, Toby Nuiwe uh, is uh, who we'll be listening to this week, and we will uh, talk about him next week. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to add this week, Riley? Anything we missed or anything we didn't get a chance to talk about? Uh, Panic at the Disco just put out a new song, uh, Viva Las Vengeance. Uh, I listened to it once. It sounded good, but I need to take a deeper dive uh, into it. Uh, Noah Khan should be releasing his new song, hopefully within the next week. He did just put out an Instagram poll and said something along the line. It was like a... It said, would you rather me um, find peace and happiness in my life or release stick season? And everyone voted for release stick season. So hopefully <laughs> that'll be coming out soon. Uh, nice. Other than that, I think that's it. Uh, oh, one last thing uh, for both of us is uh, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Uh, Riley was the absolute baller. And because uh, I didn't even realize, I didn't realize they were going on tour. Riley was the one who noticed and snatched up those tickets. Uh, who are we going to go see this weekend, Riley? Fucking Glass Animals. Oh, man. I think we started the podcast. I It was early on I introduced you to them. And, uh, yeah. yeah. That was, that, I think that was one of my homeworks. 
So. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of your homeworks. And oh, I'm so excited. I was listening to their music today, and it was just like, oh, fuck, I can't wait. Yeah. No, it's, they're they're fantastic. Uh, I can't say enough good about them. I'm, I mean, they and their music seems perfect for the live shows. I mean, it's, yeah, it's going to be fun. I've seen them once before at ACL, and they were fantastic. I know it's going to be just as good of a show this time. Um, but uh, that's all we got uh, for us. Uh, once again, this has been episode number 47 of Riffs on Tap. I'm your host, Alejandro, joined as always by Riley. Uh, if you like what you heard and would like to hear more, you can head on over to riffsontap.com. That's uh, R-I-F-F-S-O-N-T-A-P.com, riffsontap.com to find our where you can catch other episodes on Apple Music, Spotify, or wherever you listen to do a podcast, as well as check out our playlist of music. Uh, we've got uh, an updated catalog of music of uh, different stuff we've been listening to. We've got some of the Zach Bryan stuff on there, some of the new Harry Styles stuff on there, Kendrick, Flume, uh, a lot of the, the albums we've talked about these past couple weeks. got tons of music on there from those artists. Uh, and we're always updating that with new stuff as we find it. And I uh, just want to share you know, some of the cool stuff we find and, uh, and share it with all y'all. Um, but, uh, we thank you all so much for listening. Um, and, uh, please, if you guys can shout us out, share it with a friend that really does mean a lot to us. That's our best way. Um, you know, getting new people to listen and it really helps us out a ton. Also keep an eye on social medias, which you can find the links to though at riftsontap.com as well for the food review video. One of our first, uh, reviews will be going up uh, very soon so keep your eye on that please make sure to go follow us on instagram and on twitter uh but once again that'll be all from us we thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week Bye bye